This is the Man in a Room podcast. The sheer amount of hoops I've had to jump through to be here right now is truly quite shocking. I'd go as far as to say it's almost provocative. It just proves how much I want to be here. Yep. How's it going? Welcome to episode three of this monstrosity. How's it going? Things are going right. You know, things could be better on a technical front, but that's just the way things are. As they once said, that's just the way it is. I don't know what that song is. I've obviously heard it. I've obviously uh, known some of the words to it. Other than that, I know nothing. Apart from this bit that goes, diddly, 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 it's just the way it is. So anyway, um, I've had a very interesting couple of days. It all started really when I got home from work and I was like, I need to eat some food. I am starving. I need to eat some food. I need to get some food inside me as quick as possible. But what do you cook? That's one of the worst things about being an adult is having to decide what you want to have for your tea every night. It drives you mad. And it's just one of those things you have to deal with. So, right, I'm home. What do I want? Right. So, I need to get, like, a good amount of sustenance going on here. So, I thought, oh, nice and easy, jacket potatoes. Well, easy. Jacket potato. Whack that in the microwave for a little bit. Finish it off in the oven. Lovely. Right? So, I thought, I'll have some of that. I thought, I'd have some couscous. You know, because I'm one of those people that eats couscous. I thought, some couscous. And I thought to myself, I'll have some meatballs. Because, um, you know, I like meatballs as well. But just on a side note, vegetarian meatballs, obviously. And so, for sweet. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get the old potatoes in. I thought I'm going to set the timer. I'm going to put my couscous in, couscous in a bit. And uh, it's going to be good. And um, you may have noticed there's, a mis- there's, a, there's actually a step here that's missing. So as I was about to do my couscous, which only takes literally five minutes, I was like... I forgot to put those meatballs in. Huh. So, I had it without meatballs. This is basically just jacket potatoes and couscous. So anyway, uh grabbed my cheese and all that kind of stuff. And I had, you know, got everything ready. And then I thought, right, time to put the jacket potatoes inside the, on side, on the plate. And then I was all like, okay. So I grabbed the first one with my hand. Because I'm very cavalier about stuff. Because the thing is with heat is that if you're very quick, it doesn't really matter too much. You know, that's what I find anyway. The longer it touches you, obviously the worse it is. So it's like quick, to, to, you know, not just it literally took less than a second to do. So I did the first one. And I was like, my thumb is really, really quite painful. And I was trying to be very cavalier about it. But my goodness, burning your thumb on a jack of potato is not a good way to finish the day off. And I'll be honest, it still hurts. And I was very concerned I'd get a blister. And there's nothing worse than getting a blister from a burn. I used to work in a coffee shop and everything was hot. Literally everything was hot. You could just literally burn yourself on every single thing in that shop. And um, I remember I had this one. You must, you must have been to a coffee shop. If you haven't, we have these things called a, a steam arm or a steam wand if you're American. It's basically this, uh, this pipe that pressurized steam comes out 
so that you can heat milk you can like texturize milk and all this kind of stuff it's it's you know there is a bit of an art form to it but again not really and once i think i, I somehow my hand was touching it when it was on and oh my god i had this massive sort of welt across my hand and it was, it was burning for ages and as i run under a tap it's like oh this really kills this is the worst thing ever and because uh, I heard that the longer you leave it, uh, you have to run under underwater because if it still feels like it's burning, it's still doing damage to the skin. So it's like, you know, run under the tap, run under the tap, run under the tap. And I was doing this for ages and it sort of subsided. I thought, oh, that's all right then, phew. Um, it, it kept like twinging every now and again. But other than that, it was fine. And then I got into the shower later that night because obviously working in the coffee shop, you get hot and sweaty and you just end up always smelling like chocolate for some reason. So I jumped in the shower and it started killing again. I was like, oh, you're joking me. This is rubbish. This is like well rubbish. I'm not enjoying myself at all. But, you know, it's one of them things. And I was like, I hope this jack of potato burn isn't going to be the same thing because that was not nice. Not nice at all. But anyway... So I got my jack of potatoes, and I was like, right, here we go. going to cut the potatoes open, put the cheese in, put the couscous on the side. I, I will, I probably will mix them, but it'll be my decision later on. I'll have to see how it goes. But I thought, there's no there's no meatballs. So, oh, well, can't be helped. So then I thought, right, I need to get some condiments going here, because it looks a bit dry. So the thing is, right, and I've, what I've found is that Certain condiments go very well with very strange things. Like it's it's a very it's a very interesting field of you know research, and I always look to my nibblings, my nieces and nephew, because they are like wizards when it comes to condiments. Not even joking, right? Like once they were having pizza, and my nephew was all like, "Can I have the mayonnaise?" I was like, "You putting mayonnaise on a pizza? What's wrong with you? That's really weird." It's really nice, Uncle Carl, is it? Okay, sweet. And then, ever since then, a little bit of mayo on there. I know it's unhealthy, but it's like a bit of mayo. Garlic mayo, if you've got it, it's even better. But just some of the things that they, they do when it comes to foods, it's just it's just insane. It's like I got introduced to pickle on toast. You know, pick, you know, you get like cheese and pickle sandwiches or whatever, or just pickle in general. If you just whack some pickle on toast... It's a real game changer. It, it's hard to explain where that... No, obviously, it's my nephew. He's, he, he went for a phase of having pickle on toast, and I started having pickle on toast. But this is actually really nice. You never think about this kind of stuff. And that's why... If you ever want advice about what condiments go well with foods, ask a kid, because they'll have a good grasp of what flavours go well with each other. I don't know how they know this, but they just do. So when I was um, trying to work out what to have with my jack of potato last night, I was just trying to thought, well, okay, what would they do? What would they do in this situation? Would they put ketchup with it? Would they put, like, mayonnaise? Would they put salad cream with it? And I thought, they'd probably have mayonnaise with this. Go to my fridge. Oh, look, there's no mayonnaise. So I did what, you know, what's literally the next best thing? Salad cream. It's not the same at all, in fact. So I got everything ready, and I thought, so I thought, I won't put the salad cream on yet. I'll see how I go, and I might put some on in a bit. And in the end, it turns out that I didn't use it. I thought, no, do you know what? I just can't bring myself to put salad cream on it. Yeah. Oh, well. Can't be helped. It was nice, though. It, it did the job. I got my sustenance. Anyhow, I want to take a quick break now, and I'll be back 
after this short little thing. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. So there's been a lot in the news recently about the Magna Carta, about some man who tried to smash into the case of the Magna Carta with a hammer so he could steal it. Now, I have personal experience with with the Magna Carta. I'm not talking about the JZL Magna Carta Holy Grail. I'm actually talking about the, or one of the Magna Cartas, because I went on holiday to Lincoln a little while back, and um, they had the, or one of the Magna Cartas on display. And I was like, oh, I don't really know what the Magna Carta is. It doesn't make me very British, and I'm sorry about that, but I don't know much about the Magna Carta. But basically, it's what our laws were based on in, in this country. I mean, it's, it gives a certain amount of laws away from the king and all, the, all this kind of stuff. It's, it is quite interesting. But I didn't know it was even a thing. I know, obviously, I heard of it, but other than that, I didn't know anything about it. So we got to this, it was the, I think it was Lincoln Castle, I want to say that. I, I think that's what it was. And they had this big thing about, oh, the Magna Carta's here, the Magna Carta's here, the Magna Carta's here. Oh, sweet, that's not bad. That'd be interesting. And uh, it's actually in like a vault underneath Lincoln Castle. Oh, by the way, just to clarify, um, the Magna Carta that was trying to be stolen wasn't actually from Lincoln Castle. It's one of the copies because there's different copies of the Magna Carta. So it's in this vault. I've never seen so much security around this. It's obviously a very important document. The physical, actual book the Magna Carta's in isn't actually that powerful. I mean, it, it doesn't. If that's destroyed, law does remain the same. It just is a very important document in our history. That's the only reason why it's you know looked after so much because it is genuinely a, an actual part of history. So you know this this whole this whole place we have to go in. You have to look, sort of walk in, and they basically these videos telling you what the Magna Carta is about and. It's actually quite interesting, you know. I don't really pay attention to it. It's just like this. Is, I don't really want to sort of sit here with a bunch of random people trying to watch this video and they're literally just talking and yabbering away and I can't really hear what's going on. And, um, yes, yeah, it, it reminded me of school. You know when you go to like school trips when you're younger, you, you get the day off from school. You get to go to like a museum or something like that and everything's like, wow, this is amazing, all this cool stuff. And, um, you know, it's too much to take in. You're just too excited about the entire thing. You don't want to sit there for, I think it was like a good 15-minute video. Don't quote me on that, but it was a long video. Well done, by the way. It was a well-done video. I can't actually argue with the actual production of it and the way it was presented to us. It was, oh, very good. It's a very good experience on the whole. I'm not having a go at Lincoln Castle. Lincoln Castle was nothing but great. It's just, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, as I am reverted back to being a school kid, and I'm like, I, I just want to look at the down thing. So then there's like a, this whole thing, we have to sort of walk into this vault, and, you know, it's, it's very surreal. It's very surreal to sort of think, I mean, I, I'm actually now in an, an actual bunker that's securing something that's very, very important. You know, we walked into this room, and there it is. It's There's the Magna Carta behind this glass case, in this like, massive thick glass, and there's someone standing next to it. And a devilish thought crossed my mind, and I did something that I don't know if any other person has done this, and I'm sorry if you want to judge me for this, but I did do I had to do it well for two reasons there was a a, a want in my brain to do it, and also a physical need that physical need was I needed to pass gas, 
So I thought, what other opportunity have I got right now to say that I farted next to the Magna Carta? So I was like, right, it's, yeah, I can feel it. So I thought, we're now in the, you know, the little bunker. And I was like, okay, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. Right, I need to do this and I need to let it out next to the Magna Carta because it's just going to be funny. Passing wind next to the Magna Carta. Now, I didn't tell anyone I was going to do this. I just did it. Try to do it quietly because I thought, you know, like, I don't want to like cause too much offense or laughter around something so serious. So it sort of just crept out and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a childish person. Oh, that's long to say. I'm a very childish person. But then what happened with most things with, with farts, you can never quite tell what the strength is going to be. Like, is it going to be like a, I don't know, like a diet Coke or is it going to be like a granddaddy's old homebrew? You know, you can't quite tell. Unfortunately for me, it was like granddaddy's old homebrew and, uh, whew, but there's only, you know, I, I thought, well, I, I just got to play this. I do this thing where if I have to do that, I I do the, the register face, bro. Like, what's this? Like, I could read, I, I pretend it registers. Like, when it soon hits, I have to pretend it's not mine. I disown it. It's like, you're on your own now, buddy. And I'm like, what is that? That stinks. What's that? The problem is that it then makes me laugh because the people around me know it's probably going to be me who's done that because that's very much my sense of humor. And, um, yeah, I was like, Phew. And I didn't make the joke Magna Farta, although that would make more sense. But I thought, da, 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 da. so whenever I heard that that man tried to nick the Magna Carta, that just popped back into my head. Me fighting next to the Magna Carta. Not many people can say they've done that. Actually, I would I would say it's a seldom act that happens at that precise moment in time. If you ever go to Lincoln Castle, right, and you go see the Magna Carta after you've listened to this episode, remember... That I fired in that room. I did that for a joke. And I regret nothing. Yep, episode three of this podcast and it's already going down the toilet. Anyway, I'll uh, catch you again next time, whenever that will be. Whatever you're doing today, hope you had a good day, hope you have a nice day. Well, I don't know when you listen to this, but you know, hope your day is good, no matter what. Past tense, future tense, I don't know the word for that is, but I'll catch you all again next time. So uh, until then, Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.